whispers, situation getting tense. You should probably pay attention. Boy, you know I'm born to win it. Ever since I had the vision, when I speak, my people listen. We can start a new tradition. All the children, men and women, right now, gather around and burn it down. We're gonna start the kingdom from scratch. Far too many take advantage, but it ain't gonna happen like that. Time and time again, I wake up and enemies might attack. All that matters, in my opinion, is that the dynasty lasts. So be careful how you talk to me. One crown. It's going down, baby. Stop moving. I sure am coming right now. It is Larry G Showtime. There's only one king. One king, Larry G, is moving his way from the bottom to the top. Bottom from the top. We need all the supporters that we can have for the Larry G Showtime. All right, so make sure on Spotify that you are following Larry G Showtime. We are almost there. We are almost there. The parameters are almost met, okay? We need more followers. We need more liking. Spread the word about Larry G Showtime. I'm telling you right now. There's, there's rules and regulations in order to get this thing over the hump. We've been going strong. We've been going, what's today's date? What's today's date? We've been going strong for 18 days. And I'm going to tell you this right now. We're about just over three quarters of what we need to put us over the hump. 18 days. Okay. The parameters are 60. Larry G is rising to the top. And like the song just said, there's only one king. All right. Only one king. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Larry G's show time. Oh, my Lord. A lot's been going on since we've left last time. Lots been going on. We got calls left and right. We got emails. We got guys that want to hear certain things. We got ladies that want to hear certain things, which, which is understandable, which is understandable. All right. But we're going to have a little fun to start off, the, start off the segment today. Larry G decided to make a few phone calls. All right, make a few phone calls, see what's going on out there in the world. Well, not really. Just got a segment we're going to call Messing with the Best. Messing with the Best. Here we go. Let's uh, let's light us off here. Let's light us off here now. All right. Uh, boom, let's roll it. Let's roll it. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Let's see what this gentleman, uh, how this gentleman handled this one. I called him up. I tried to tell him that his, uh, he's had an overdue bar tab. Let's see what he has to say. Oh. Hello. Oh, don't get quiet on me now. What? How's it going? What's this? I'm calling from O'Reilly's Pope to inform you that we're closing out the tab you left open. What? Last Saturday, you ordered $78 in drinks and left your card. I'm about to charge it. Who are you trying to get a hold of? Yes, you did. And your credit card company gave me your number. Well, you got the wrong number. Look, I'm just giving you a heads up. This ain't my problem. Oh, well, who is this again? Oh, listen up. I ain't got all day. Who is oh, this? Why don't you cry about it? You tried to steal from me, Pope. I 
was last Saturday night. I don't know who the hell, where the hell, who are you? Oh, you're a bullshitter now, Faith and Decora. Where, where, what company? Maybe next time you won't ditch your tab, you drunken mucker. Oh, go fuck yourself. I wasn't in a bar or nothing last Saturday night or whatever fucking night you're talking about. Poor bastard, he didn't know I he thought he owed Tab. Tried to tell me he owed me money. I'm at the Irish pub. He, he couldn't handle it. He couldn't. He did step up to the plate, though. He did step up to the plate. I give him credit for that one. Oh, my Lord. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's go. I got uh, I got two more. I got two more. Larry G was a little busy. All right. Let's get this guy here. This was a good one. This was a good one. I, I made a handful of calls. Some didn't go too well. You know, some guys... Bought the bait, so let's hear. Let's fig- let's figure out this one. Here we go. Roll it. Oh. Okay, I called like you asked. What do you want? Oh, I'm sorry. I I must have dialed back to the wrong number. You keep leaving your number on my front door. What do you want, Habibi? No, Look, no, no. Are you trying to play games with I, me or I, what? I, hey, hey, listen. I have never left my number on anybody's front door. As a matter of fact. So this you know it's like Jesus called me baby. Okay. Dude, seriously? Who are you anyways? I have, never, like I have never left my number on anybody's fucking door, Look, man. Just tell me Why? who you are. I have never left my number on anybody's fucking door, man. Do you want Why? me to call the police and tell them that you're stalking with me? I'm not stalking you. I've never, I don't even know who this is. I have no clue who you are. Or maybe you I will just look up your address, come to you and settle this myself. Listen. Listen. Yes, you. It's so easy to find your address on the internet. Somebody's already talking with right you, now. okay? Somebody's already talk, uh, obviously talking with you. Okay, I will see you in 15 minutes. I've been my number for like six fucking months, man, and, uh, and I have no idea who the hell you are. So, whatever. Call the cops. Do whatever you like. It don't matter to me. All right, bye. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. Well, he, he played it off all right. I mean, you know, he, he said, there, oh, man, I didn't have no fucking phone. I, how can, I got to leave you a phone number. You know, Larry G wasn't having any of it, though. Larry G was not having it. Larry G was like, hey, you fuck with me. I push you off bridge. Well, then I drink the vodka afterwards. I don't give a fuck. You know. Uh, just having a little fun here to start the show off. Nothing crazy. Don't want to start off on a heavy note. We got a lot to come on this show. A lot to come today. Um, I got guys that promise they want a phone call in. I got plenty of emails that we could share. All right. Looking over some of them right now, trying to get, uh, trying to get the best ones on the air. Like I said, you want to get on the air, you want, or you, you just want to get your opinion out there. You gotta, you gotta click on the, uh, description under the, uh, click on the description under the episode, click on the link, follow the instructions, which will make you sign into your Spotify account. And you just simply leave Larry G a message. Larry G will take care of it. All right. I got one more for you here. I had to use an automated system on this one. All right. And this this poor bastard, I called him about five or six times. 
All right. And I'm not talking calling him in the middle of the day. I called this guy at like two in the morning. So I woke his ass up. All right. Let's tell you, it's an automated system that I, that I, that I uh, made up here. All right. Let's, let's hear what he has to say. He's not, not happy with Larry. Here we go. Roll it. Thanks for signing up for Cat Facts. You will now receive a daily phone call with a fun fact about cats. Your phone bill will be charged $3.99 a day. To cancel the subscription, say cancel. Cancel! I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. Cats bury their feces over their tails from predators. That's your daily fact. To stop your subscription, I don't give a shit. got a kick out of that one. Larry G loved that one. I mean, it was so perfect. I didn't have to do it. They just typed in some stuff to say with the little cat thing. Meow. <laughs> it was so pissed. Anyways, this is Larry G. Um, we're going to get right back into it after a word from our sponsors. All right. But we're here to kick it off. This is a Larry G showtime. Larry G is here for you. And Larry G is here to stay. And like the song said, there is only one king. Larry G's the king, baby. Larry G's the king. Stay tuned. Stay for more. All right? Larry G will be right back. Are you a gambling man? If not, then you better start. Because only real men have the balls to lay down their mortgage or their past due child support or even their child's tuition on the line. It takes nerves of steel to be a real man and big balls to risk everything your family has saved. Well, this product is going to get you over that fear. Get down to your local convenience store and pick up a bottle of alligator blood straight from the beast itself. So do yourself a favor. Grab a bottle of alligator blood, chug it, bet it, and become a real man. Have you ever walked out of your house, got in your car, drove away, and then all of a sudden you crap your pants? Oh, I sure have. Several times. Sitting in your own shit is not a fun time. I wish I knew about this product years ago. The cost of dry cleaning and getting my car detailed was costing me a fortune. But not no more. With the Butt Plug 5000, I can now drive anywhere without the worry of shitting myself. The Butt Plug 5000 is guaranteed to keep your shit snugged in your ass and not in your pants. He beats me. Straight up. 
Pay him. Pay that man his money. Welcome, welcome back to another segment of the Larry G Showtime. All right, hope you enjoyed that last um, that last uh, advertisement. All right, make sure you write that one down. That was a good one. Uh, let's go to the emails and phone calls for this segment. Let's see. Um, Jimmy. Jimmy Bob is originally from Arkansas. He was just currently released from jail at the Attica Correctional Facility in New York. This is, I don't know if people know this, but this is like the number two, like, worst prison to be in. All right, anyways, Jimmy Bob is out of jail now, all right? He's on probation. He's got a uh, probation officer or whatever, however that works, all right? Now he's got to get a job, but he's only got three opportunities. This is it, all right? So he's written me. I have three job opportunities, Larry. Can you please, please help me pick one? All right, well, let's go over your list. Number three. Okay, animal masturbator. Jimmy, I don't know who your probation officer is, but I mean, animal masturbator, like, like are you on a farm and you're just stroking cow penis, you know, stroking bull penis, whatever it is, and, and sheep. And what about the chickens? What are you gonna do with them? You know, what else you got? What else you got? What else you got to masturbate? Like, as a dude, all right, as a straight man. Let's get that straight. The only penis I'm masturbating is my own. All right? So I don't know about animal masturbator. I don't know what the pay is on that. But I, I, I just can't see myself between a bull's legs stroking a bull, a bull hog. You know what I mean? And where's it go? Is it going to cup? Is it going to bull? What if it gets on you? You know? What if it surprises you? Like, bam, there it is. I don't know. Animal masturbator, though. I, I don't know if anyone knows what this is. You need to call me up and let me know. All right? I mean, this is legit. But, I mean, if this is one of the jobs the guy's offering you, God, I hope the other two are better. Let's see. Uh, number two. Cat food quality insurance. I'm going to guess on this one, Jimmy Bob, that this guy's going to have you testing cat food. Like, you got to eat that shit. All right, I don't know if anybody's opened up a can of cat food. I've never opened up a can of cat food. All right, Larry G's never opened up a can. It was like, wow, that smells good. Let me get some Wonder Bread and let me spread it all over there. All right, this, you might get sick from that. You know, you you might get food poisoning or something. Who is your who is your probation officer? Like this is out of control. All right, and what does that pay? Probably nothing. It's like clinical studies on you or something. You know? Is Sheba going to be good for you? It's going to be good for your cat. You know what I mean? Oh, my Lord. I don't know. I don't know. Animal masturbator is winning the race right there because I'm not going to put cat food in my mouth. I will rather take the risk, all right, of, of some bull unloading and getting a little on my chin over actually eating cat food. All right? It's nasty. It's all nasty. You're in a little bit of a bind here, Jimmy Bob. But uh, let's see. He says the number one, the number one uh, job that he, or the, the, the third job, I should say, that he got offered. And these are the only three that you get to pick from. 
I mean, can't you go work at like you know the the grocery store? I mean, is was prison that bad that that's where they're putting you in? Anyways, the third one he has is judging the pass the gas competition at the annual Redneck Games in East Dublin, Georgia. Is that for real? Is that for real? So you're telling me, Jimmy Bob, that you're either going to be stroking animals' penises, eating cat food, all right, or putting your face next to some redneck's ass while he passes gas in your face? And what are you judging? You judging on the quality? You know, the quality of that odor, the smell? Oh, it had a sweet smell? Oh, my. Oh, like gagging thinking about it. You know these people don't shower, you know? I mean, it's called the Redneck Games for a reason, all right? And, and you're going to be sitting there on your hands and knees and, and you know kneeling there and somebody's going to squat down on you and just let one rip? I mean, oh, my God. Jimmy Bob, you're in for a world of hurt here, buddy. Um, if I'm going to pick one for you, Jimmy... I'm going to pick one for you. It's either the pass of the gas or the animal masturbator. You might get raped by a bull. You got to put that into context. All right. And you might get smothered by somebody's fat ass. All right. Don't go for the cat food one. Throw that one out the window. All right. Let me know how you turn out on that, though. Uh, I'm going to go with the animal masturbator. That's Larry G's opinion. All right. Out of these three. Let me know how that turns out for you. All right. Let's see. We got an email. This email came in from Jura number two from the Sam Sweet trial. All right. What makes people, th is, this is his question. What makes people think it is acceptable to wear no shoes wherever they please? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what makes the thing. I mean, I've been to, I, let's see, Larry G has been to, like, like sitting in the doctor's office waiting room, all right? And there's somebody over there with their shoes off, right? And they're nasty fungus getting everywhere. Like, dude, put your shoes on. Like, I'm not here to see that, all right? Wait till you go in the back room, and then the, dog, then the doctor gets, like, gagging all over the place, all right? Your nasty green feet, you know? It, 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 it's, I mean, I, I know that from episode two, anonymous call would be all over this, all over this, all right, but that's not the case here, you're right, people should always wear shoes, always wear shoes, I mean, you got doctor's office, I've seen people on the subway, all right, people on the subway, I mean, do you, do you know what's on those floors, I mean, the subway's underground, number one, I know, like, it matters, People walking on it all day, pissing, puking, and you're walking with your bare feet in this? I mean, it's unacceptable. Put something on. You don't like wearing shoes you need your feet to breathe? Put some sandals on. You know what I mean? He also writes in, oh, he wrote one more. But, I mean, another thing that drives Larry G insane, all right, is when you're driving down the road and you see somebody passing you, or you know, or in front of you, all right, and they get their freaking feet out the window. 
Their freaking feet are out the window. I'm driving there, and I see somebody's foot out the window, their bare-ass foot out the window. I'm like, will God please send lightning down and strike a tree and chop this person's foot off, all right? What, what, what do we live in here, you know? We're living in society, not not some, you know, not, you know, not, not in the wilderness here. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to offend anybody, but we're not, we're not living, we're not going to the Redneck Games in East Dublin, okay? Keep your feet in the window. It's nasty. Number one, your feet stink. I'm driving, and, and you're in the passenger seat, and you roll down the window, and you put your foot out there. The wind's coming in the car. All I'm getting is your nasty feet smell. All right? Nasty feet smell. Keep your feet in the car. Man, imagine getting an accident like a pretzel. You know? It's unacceptable. Always wear socks and always wear shoes. You know? Or if you're not going to wear socks, wear sandals. Something. Something. All right? Juror number two from the sweet Sam Sweet trial. You know, I agree with you. People need to wear their shoes. He also writes it because it's, he, he started off the question like this. You know, I gave examples myself. And he asked, you know, like in, you know, I didn't get to that part. So what makes people think it's acceptable to wear no shoes wherever they please? For example, like in the porno shop private booths. Hey, hey, fight. Are you kidding me right now? You kidding me right now? What you do on your own time is your own business. I've never been in one of these private booths, but I'm, I have a picture in my head. You're in the booth, well, it's like, like, like a little TV, and you watch your porn, you, you're stroking it, right? You're stroking it. People actually wear no shoes in there? You get no shoes? There's juices all over the floor, man. Stepping in someone's goo. You know what I mean? Someone's buildup. Somebody's, build, somebody's balls were all built up for like a week. Just exploded everywhere, and you're stepping on it. Using like lotion. You know what I mean? We try to do. You know, lotion your feet up? Oh, it's gross. It's gross. I can't believe that you've seen that. Juror number two. I mean, I've never seen it. I don't want to see it. Thinking about it right now, I'm cringing. All right? Larry G is cringing. I don't believe that people actually do that. All right? So if you do that, if you know, if you could back up juror number two story, please email me or please leave me a voicemail. I need to hear this one, all right? Because that's gross. That's gross. So I agree with you, juror number two, from the Sam Sweet trial, all right? You should wear your shoes everywhere, all right? Especially in my car, okay? Especially in my car. You're driving around with a foot out hanging out in my car. I'm swerving for a reason. I'm getting close to the edge for a reason. You know what I mean? I'm about to lose a limb. Anyways. Let's see, we got a phone call here. He didn't want to be put on the air, so I uh, I obviously won't put him on the air. Said phone call, this phone call is from Travis the Traveler located in the white van. That was his title. Travis the Traveler located in the white van. He says, Larry, what is up with all these nasty lot lizards? Okay. Travis, show me a lot lizard that isn't nasty. For you that don't know what lot lizards are, okay? Number one, go ahead and look it up. 
okay? But Larry, Larry G's here to in, in, enlighten you, okay? You're driving down the highway, you gotta take a piss. Or you need to take a nap. It's late at night, you gotta take a nap. You know, you see the signs, rest area. And I'm not talking the big rest areas, one with like the McDonald's and the gas station. I'm talking about one that's like on the side of the highway. Rest area, okay? You pull in there. You're sitting in your vehicle. I don't know, maybe smoking a cigarette, maybe smoking a joint. I don't really know. It's none of my business what you're doing. You're probably just there to take a nap. Maybe just peed in a cup. You know what I mean? Maybe that's a whole nother subject. But the lot lizards, it doesn't matter where you park, okay? You could park all the way at the end where the bathrooms aren't even near, okay? In the dark, and you will see a lot lizard cross your path within minutes, within minutes, okay? You're not there long. You're not there for an hour, two hours, and finally someone shows up. It's minutes, okay? All of a sudden, a lot lizard pass your vehicle, staring at you. All right? You don't want to make eye contact with these people. All right? Because then they think you're interested. What do you think they're they're not trying to sell you Bibles? Trust me. They're not. Okay? Okay. I've had a few experiences with this stuff. All right? And it's it's uncomfortable. And and, and sometimes you gotta stick up for yourself. Okay? They stare at you. This is smoking a cigarette. Like, dude, leave me the fuck alone. Okay? And one guy I'm sitting here doing, I pulled into one one night. Wanted to take a nap, and my window's barely cracked, right? Next thing you know, this big dude is next to my vehicle. I mean, he's his face is pretty much on my on my window. And I'm like, yo. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? No, I didn't crack the window all the way down, you know what I mean? It's like rare enough where I can speak. Hey, what's up? Yeah, man. Um, this is what he says now. This is exactly what he says. I remember this. Uh, yeah, uh... I was just wondering, do you have any Coke? And I'm like, dude, no, I don't have any Coke. Okay? I think the conversation's over and done with at this point, right? No. All right, you don't, this is what he says word for word. You don't have any Coke, that's okay. Can I suck your dick? What? I go, dude, get away from my vehicle. Well, you know, don't pass judgment and this and that. Get away from my vehicle. Well, you know, then he starts getting a little aggressive, right? Now, you got to throw the trump card out there. You know, I looked at him. I said, look at buddy. You got three seconds to walk away from my vehicle or the gun that's in my hand right now is going to your head. All right. That will get him every time. No, 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 I don't want no trouble. I want no trouble. You know, I mean, you got to have some balls to come up to a random vehicle. Okay. And just sit there and say, I want to give you a blowjob. Beat it, dude. So, so. And they're mostly dudes, okay? You never see a lot lizard that's a woman. So, Travis, I don't know if what team you're batting for. I don't care, okay? But if we're talking about men, I don't have an answer for you. If we're talking about women, all right, once in a while you see a woman hit the 18-wheelers or something like that, they're nasty. They're not good. It's not quality, okay? You want quality, you got to pay. You want to play, you got to pay. Okay? So, I mean, lot lizards are gross. Trust me. You, you want an experience, drive one night. I'm talking nighttime. 10, 11, 12. Between the hours of 10 and 3. 10 p.m. and 3 a.m. Go sit yourself at a, at a rest stop. All right? And you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. The moment you park 
within minutes, within minutes, some dude's going to walk by your car staring you down. And when that happens, you're going to be like, Larry was right. You want to know why Larry's right? Because Larry's always right. Larry's always right. Stay away from the lot lizards. All right, Travis? Stay away from the lot lizards. Number one, you don't know what you're going to get. Number two, they might kill you. Number three, make sure you have your gun ready to go. All right? The rest area is not a safe place. Okay? Not a safe place. I hope that he, I hope that uh, settled that for you. All right? Let's see. We got one more for this segment. It's emailed in from Heather P. And she actually states that she is one of Florida's finest. This is going to start off well, then. I can already tell you on that. She says, top five food debates. Top five food debates. Number five. A hot dog should only be eaten like you would eat an ear of corn. Hmm. Heather, what the hell are you talking about? Okay? What are you talking about? You do it like you got a piece of corn in my hand. I'm picturing the corn. And I'm eating the corn. You know, I'm going left to right. You're telling me that you take a hot dog like that. And you're eating it left and right? Like chopping down on it like that? No. 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 Stop. I mean, you're just writing me stuff just to write stuff. You know you're taking that hot dog in your hand. All right? You're sliding that hot dog right in your mouth. And the thing is, is that you can't eat that hot dog without smiling. Wink, wink. All right? Don't act like you're eating it sideways. Okay? And if you are eating it sideways, I feel bad for your man. Because if I saw, if you were mine and I saw you eating a hot dog like that, I'd cringe. All right? My balls would go up into my stomach. All right? Don't act like you're eating it like that. You're not. You're not. I know, I know what you're up to. Let's see. Pizza should always be served with the sauce on top. All right, now this just tells me that you say you're Florida's finest, all right, but you're probably from Detroit, all right? Detroit-style pizza. Have you ever seen that? The pizza outside doing it around around these areas, you know? You put the cheese and... Yeah, it's okay. It's not bad. Is that how pizza should be made? No. No. All right? There's a certain technique of making pizza, all right? Larry G makes his own pizza, delicious, okay, not all the time, I like going out and getting a good pie, all right, there's certain ways to eat it though, okay, I like my pizza greasy, all right, some sauce in there, some cheese, some pepperoni, you want to do the ultimate one, you want to do the ultimate combo, pepperoni pineapple, try it out, you know what I'm talking about, try it out, all right, but listen, this is what I want the Larry G customers, uh, customers, Larry G listeners to do from here on out, Get a slice of pizza. Okay? Take up the end. Rip off the crust. Okay? Rip off the crust. Put it on the side. Yeah, you might like the crust. You can eat it later if you like it. Rip it off. Okay? Now, you take the back end where, where you just rip the crust off and you fold it. Okay? I want you to take two to three massive bites from the back end. Okay? What this is going to do is the juices are gonna flow down to the tip of that slice. All right? It's gonna flow down the tip of that slice. And then you're gonna take the front, and then you're gonna take that bite. I'm telling you right now, try it out, and you'll be thanking Larry G for this. 
Thank you, Larry G, for this. Let's see. Number three. Soup is acceptable as a main course. Heather P., Florida's finest. This is going to be probably the last email I take from you. Soup is not a main course, okay? I don't even like soup, okay? We're not talking stews either. We're not talking beef stew. So the people sitting there go, wow, stews. No, I'm talking like a, like a chicken noodle soup, okay? You give me chicken noodle soup for dinner, all right? I'm going to eat it because I'm polite. You invited me over for dinner. You sit down. We're, we're talking, blah, 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 blah. And then the soup comes out. What am I thinking in my head? We eat the soup. What's next? What's next? All right? Soup is not the main course. All right? I'm not four years old. Okay? Soup is not the main course. This has happened to Larry G. Okay? I'm sure it's happened to you too. Come on over for dinner. Oh, yeah, that's great. I'll bring the wine. I'll bring the beer. No problem. Then you get down and you sit down and someone serves you a bowl of soup. Like I don't take that bowl of soup and throw it in your face. Okay? Because now you live down the street from me, right? You're, you're not far from my house. Okay? But now, all right, I've wasted time here. And now after dinner, that's in quotations, I got to drive my ass to somewhere that's open, which is probably McDonald's. Okay? Which is probably McDonald's. You all know what I'm talking about, okay? You want me to come over for dinner? Then you better make something good for dinner. Trust me, you come over to Larry G's house for dinner, you're going to leave a happy person, okay? No matter what you are, no matter if you're a meat lover, vegetarian, I don't care. I'll make it. But I ain't serving you soup. It's not going to happen, all right? No soup for you. All right. She's got a good list here. She's got Larry G all worked up on this list. Number two, veggie burgers are the true number one burger. I'm about to throw this thing out. Have anyone ever had a veggie burger? All right. I had a bite of one once. Okay. Though I was outside eating, eating the grass off my front lawn. Okay. Veggie burgers are the number one true burger. Are you kidding me right now? You know, probably like, Oh, oh, she in quotation marks here. Portobello mushroom burgers, too. Get out of town. Give me a nice burger, all right? Get some good salt and pepper on that thing. All right, if you need to learn how to make a good burger, call Larry G. Larry G will tell you, okay? Get a good burger. Get a nice, nice and nice and medium red, medium red and red. The juice has got to be flowing out of that sucker, all right? You like cheese on your burger? All right, get the cheese on there. Toast the bun, all right? All right? Get that burger. Oh, veggie burgers. Check out of here with veggie. Heather P., you are Florida's finest. You are right. You are absolutely right. Because this is the kind of crazy shit that comes out of that state. All right. I'm all worked up. Number one on her list for food debates. The number one thing that she has. Putting ketchup on anything is disgusting. Ketchup is delicious, all right? I get a whole bucket of fries or a basket of fries. I take that thing and I cover it. Cover it in the ketchup. Ketchup goes on everything. Hot dogs, hamburgers, French fries, all right? You, ketchup is the most used condiment, 
all right, that's in my fridge, all right? Ketchup is delicious. You can't sit here and say you don't like ketchup or you're going to start gagging over people that, that use ketchup, all right? I love ketchup. If you don't love ketchup, you better call Larry G, okay? Now, enough is enough of this. I'm done. She's like four more things. I don't have time for it. We don't have time for you reading off your ridiculous things, all right? Ketchup is disgusting. Come on. You gotta be kidding me right now. Anyways, so that's good. We got some good uh, topics right there for the second segment. You know, Jimmy Bob in Kansas, go with the animal masturbator man. Stroke that meat. Stroke that meat. All right. Make sure you wear your goddamn shoes everywhere, please. All right. The lot lizards, stay away from the lot lizards. You're only gonna get yourself in trouble. Maybe herpes. All right. And these food debates, all of them are false. I don't know what you're eating down there. I don't know what you're feeding your kids, all right? All false. All false, all right? This is the Larry G Showtime. Larry G will discuss any type of topic that you want to hear or that you want to discuss. You want your opinion out there? Get to me by email, Showtime at yahoo.com or click the link in the description of the episode, follow the instructions, and leave me a voicemail. All right, it's not that hot. I got Stevie from Kansas. He called me back again, saying, "Yeah, you know, uh, really can't get to you. I don't really know about your phone system. What's the problem, Stevie? I put you on the air. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you're getting through. All right, maybe it's not getting through your head. You're not paying attention. Anyways, Larry G is here for you. Stay tuned for uh, stay stay tuned for another word from our sponsors, and we'll be back with segment three. We've all been through the struggles in life, especially when it comes to money. We'll stop the side hustles, the 40-hour-a-week jobs, stop your ambitions and dreams of being successful right now and listen closely. Get down to your local pharmacy and pick yourself up a box of Holes for Cum. Holes for Cum are the newest condoms out there. They are all pre-poked with holes so that his soldiers can pass right through. Don't worry, he'll never know. Well, not until it's time to pay that child support, ha ha ha. Since using this product, I now have seven baby daddies, five beachfront properties, three Lamborghinis, and never have to worry about money again. Just choose wisely when you decide to spread them. And once he comes, jackpot. Hello, ladies. Let me ask you a question. Are you sick and tired of the dating scene lately? I mean, everyone I meet either is lazy, smelly, has no job, and lives in their parents' basement. I'm tired of it all, and all I want is a real man. Someone who will cherish me, worship me, and treat me with the respect I deserve. Well, look no further, ladies, because I have found the website for you. It's free to sign up, and all the men treat me the way a strong, independent, real woman needs to be treated. Visit daddyslittlebitch.com today. Take it from me. Daddy knows best. Well, One Direction, and this is Larry. And my name's Larry, so call us Larry. Yeah, Taylor Swift was... Kind of scary, but that's all over. So call us Larry. Welcome back to the Larry G Show Time. Hope everybody enjoyed those uh, those uh, sponsors from before. Uh, hope everybody's in, in, enjoying the show. And right now we're on segment three. Segment three, we got a phone call. We got a call that came in, all right, from a man named Ernesto. Ernesto says that he is involved with with the immigrants firsthand 
coming into this country. Let me see if I can get him here. Ernesto, are you there? Ernesto, yes, I'm here. Ernesto, you are there. Okay, good. Uh, Ernesto, first off, you need to enlighten us all on the true operations behind the, le the illegal immigrants entering our beloved country of the U.S. of A. Please explain to us all what it is that you actually do. Well, Larry, before I get into that, I want to thank you for giving me your platform. I think this is a great opportunity to let people know what's actually going on behind the scenes. You know, yeah. the big news stations, Fox, CNN, they didn't want to pick up, pick this story up. No, Larry G. But, will. Yeah, I'm very grateful that Larry G. is uh, allowing me to come on his show and speak. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, some dark stuff going on behind the scenes. I mean, you see it a lot. You see a lot of immigrants coming into the country. Um, and a lot of it is government motivated. And I am huh. firsthand responsible for bringing a lot of these people into our country. What? I'm not going to lie. Ernesto, stop right there. You just said to me that you are responsible for bringing in illegal immigrants into my country. Is that what you just said? That's correct. And it's, it's my country too, Larry. So it's my country too. What makes you think and it's I okay, am. Larry? What makes you think it's okay, Ernesto? It's got to make ends meet. If you, if you, that's all I got to say. You got to make, make ends meet. I found an opportunity. The government handed me an opportunity, and I took it. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So who hired you, and how did you get involved in this whole thing? Well, it's actually an interesting story. Um, I started off on my own. Huh. I had a wife, now my ex-wife. She was from Mexico. I smuggled her family in. Um, with, with boats going through the, the Rio River. Um, I got a big network down in Mexico, um, started doing daily trips. Um, and one night, I, you know, I was on my little canoe with, I had a string attached with 20 immigrants on the other end. I get busted by Border Patrol. Um, and actually, long story short, once they realized I was American, then they started started shooting at me and, and detaining me and then you got little little Rodrigo in the back on the string like no 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 kids up out of nowhere blows my cover oh. and it, it honestly saves me oh, so wow. the government brings me in detains me yeah. like what are you doing blah 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 they're trying to scare me you know right right but by the end of it they hired me they hired me as a smuggler like they who bring, did? Like like the ICE or like the DA? Who? DA. DA. Oh. DA Border Patrol. Oh, wow. They hired me. They're like, oh, you got great experience. Um, this is something, you know, we, we want to do. We want to bring more Im immigrants in the country. And they don't let the public eye know. They, they, they tell the public eye completely different than what, than what I'm hearing. Yeah, absolutely. They want these immigrants in the country. Which yeah, this, is beyond me. Now, it, something did, about diversity. Did they give you an explanation on why they want illegal immigrants to enter our country? Listen, man, they tell me a job and give you me just a paycheck. Do it. I got nothing. I got nothing else on that. Right. But I understand. I, maybe I'm, you maybe you can't speak much on it. Maybe you don't want to. Maybe you just don't. I don't really know. But let me just say this for the audience. This is an exclusive interview with Ernesto. You will only hear this on the Larry G Showtime. Okay? Nobody else, even Ernesto said, CNN wants nothing. Fox News wants nothing. Illegal immigrants are being escorted into our country through an American himself. Okay? So let me ask you this then, Ernesto. 
I'm obviously assuming you're getting paid. How much are you getting paid for this? So I actually I double dip. So I get paid by the Mexicans themselves, twelve thousand pesos a person. Wow. Um, the government's giving me about five hundred a person. So I'm double dipping, and um, I think it's about time I retire. So I need to expose this story to the public eye. Right, right. Now, how many people can you say all together? Are we talking five hundred dollars for adults and children? Don't matter, just a human. No, yeah, don't matter. I'm uh, children. I mean. That, that's easy. Easy 500. Easy, easy five. five, yeah. I mean, put, it's them like, a, put them in a backpack right? all the day. Wow. Yeah. You actually put people in backpacks? I mean, sometimes when you're dealing with a, with a load of 40 people, you, wow. got, you get improvis- you, you improvise. That really is it. That, wow. That's all I got to say. 40 people? You know, 40 people, and they hired me because I'm good at my job, Larry. Wow. I'm I, sorry. I, no need to apologize. I think the public needs to hear this. So, I think so too. how do you transfer these illegal immigrants and where do you actually bring them? So, after uh, I got hired by you know the U.S. government, I switched from boat, canoe, from that method, and I switched to a straight-up U-Haul truck. You know, yeah. Mexican license plate, all that good stuff. The Border P- Patrol kind of gives me a wink, wink. And, so um, they know you're coming. Yeah. Yeah. They go. Now, now, um, so the boy patrol, do they ever stop you or do they like stop you? Then like, oh, that's Ernesto. He's good to go. Well, there's an interesting story. 95% of the time I'm good to go. But if there's a new guy on shift. Maybe you didn't get the memo. Um, there's actually this one time we had a new guy. Uh, he stopped me and he was like, hey, buddy, like. You know, like, show me something. I'm like, dude, I, I got nothing. I'm kind of sweating over here. I'm like, is, is this the day where I, I get turned on? Like, right. The government just turns me in? Right. Um, but, you know, he immediately got a phone call, and he had to go around back for something else. Gates just come up, and I, I just went. I just was gone. I, uh, I ended up telling that story next week during another smuggle to the to the guy at the at the front. Um, crossing the border, and he was like, "Yeah, that guy, uh, that guy's no longer with us." I was like, "What oh, do you wow. mean, no? Was like not employed?" He's like, "Nope, just no longer with us." That's all he could say. So, yeah, that's some shady shit going on there. Yeah, I can see that. Now, do you? I, w- tr- I wouldn't say no to Ernesto. Oh, yeah. All right, Ernesto. Larry G will say no to you any fucking day. You got me? Uh, all right. Just so right. I want to put that on record, okay? Uh, right. Do you have a transfer over into Canada? Canada is a, is a decent network for me. Um, much easier. Right. Um, same situation, U-Haul, um, all that stuff. And, you know, anywhere they need me. I'll go to fucking Canada. I'll go over to London if they wanted me to. And I'll get a ship over. Wow. Um, if they're paying well. Right. Money talks, right? Yeah, money talks. You got to put talks. food on the table. I get, I get you on that part. On that part. Okay. But don't you feel bad that these illegal immigrants are coming over and sucking up the system and taking advantage of people that are working like myself? Like myself? Well, I would feel bad. I would feel that. But I, I think it's just a problem that the U.S. government doesn't give a shit about. Oh. I think, I think they're, they're putting us in. And um, I think it's time that the public knows about what, what's going on because they're lying to our face. Right. Apparently but so. so so maybe I have to overthrow. So Ernesto is trying. You know, he's he's blowing the whistle here. 
He's blowing yeah, the whistle. Blowing. Now you now you're not like bringing them to like a factory or anything like that. You're, like, you're not dropping them off at Home Depot, right? No, I I like the other week I went into a cul-de-sac and you know let them all loose. I saw one <laughs> guy steal a steal a car, parked it in the driveway, right took away, shit in the guy's driveway, right, and drove off. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> These God. guys are going crazy. These guys are crazy. Well, let me. It's actually kind of fun to watch, but you know, I don't want them taking our jobs and stuff like that. I just think is right. you know, there's a lot of motivation behind what? it. In, La- in Larry's opinion, I understand money talks. What I think you're doing is definitely wrong. Now, with me just saying that, all right, I have another caller who wants to talk about this. His name oh. is Bobby. He is. He, right. he called us about the immigrants last time. All right, Bobby, are you there? I am here, Larry. Bobby, what do you have to say to Ernesto here? I don't know how much of this I can believe. I think Joe Biden did what he did three and a half years ago to everybody, laid everybody off. The border's wide open. Why Why do they need to pay them? They can just walk right in. Why are they paying them? Why they pay- if, if he told me it was fentanyl that they're paying to bring in, I'll believe that. But this border's wide open. They're just walking in. I don't think they need anybody right now. Uh, it's not that easy. I mean, I started this whole thing, you know, once the the wall stopped getting made, you know, it was easy. I, I could get on boat, come right in. And a lot of these Mexicans, they're scared to cross. You know, they have no idea what, what the environment looks like. So they hired me to help them get across. It's, I don't think it's that easy. I don't think it's that easy. You got 10 million. It's pretty easy. You know, we got... Well, yeah, 7.5 million of catered to me unfortunately Jesus. so so how much you making with this i don't understand how much like well, you me, can't... Me, me and larry talked this you know on a haul of 40 got about 500 ahead was that 20 uh, grand quick, quick 20 yeah quick 20 a week wow 20 grand yeah and i'm moving out of this country after this i'm not i'm not staying here they're gonna take my money they might take your life. I think the listeners of Larry G are going to take your life too, buddy. You better be careful, okay? Hey, they're costing me money down here in Boston. $116 million's costing us for these illegals. And uh, I read a thing today. $64 for each one a day to eat. Wow. You know what? I'll take $64 a week. I haven't seen $64 since my last year's tax return, Larry. Dude, you want 64 bucks? Switch your Venmo. I'll give you 64 bucks. Yeah, I need 64 bucks to eat. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Ernesto, Ernesto, I know you're running low on time here. I do appreciate the phone call, buddy. Uh, uh, you better call Larry. I want to hear more of the story. I want to hear the whole thing. You better keep calling. Oh, okay, All Ernesto, right. can you promise to call us, if not next episode, the one after? Yep, sounds good, Larry. All right, I appreciate it, Ernesto. You have a good night, and... Um, Larry G does not agree with what you do, but you got to do what you got to do. That's fine. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yep. No worries. All right, Ernesto. Thanks, buddy. Yep. All right. So, Bobby. Yeah. What do you think about this? I don't know. It's kind of tough. It's tough to believe because that board is wide open. You know? He seemed, he seemed like he, the things he was saying seemed a little legit, though. Some of them did, yeah. Some of them did. And I wouldn't put it past the government to do this. They do seem to want them. I but mean, why? Do have I don't know. I don't know. People say it's for the voters. I have no idea. To replace us, maybe? Wow. I don't know. Maybe these elites that own these big companies say, hey, I don't want these unions. I don't want to pay these guys, these American workers, this money. Let's bring in cheaper labor. Well, he was a little nervous about bringing up a few facts that he already talked to me about. 
which I wasn't going to yeah. push the subject. I mean, he was talking about, he he said some stuff about terrorist cells and stuff like that, yeah. and I wasn't going to get in. I was going to push it. Um, but, I mean, I mean, hopefully he does call back. Maybe you guys can have a little talk about it a little bit more. But, I mean, this is a problem, Bobby. It is a huge problem. Like I said, it's a big problem here. They got a lot of people pissed in Boston. Some of the kids this week went to go to the rec center in Roxbury. Talk to talk to you about this. Remember? Yeah. They they went to go there. They got rejected. They couldn't they couldn't go in there. And you know what? That did just pissed a lot more people off. Right. Because what they would rather have the children of the future doing crack on the street than playing hoops inside. Like, yeah. let, let them join gangs, doing crack, all that. Right. And doing something, you know? Like, yeah. hoops, like that, anything. It's right. crazy, you know? So, and, and now they're talking the Seaport of Boston, big luxury area. They, there's an open building of a business that's gone. And you know what they want to do? They want to throw them in there. Now now you watch. You, you watch all these hypocrites. You know, you watch. that they, they, They're going to fight this tooth and nail. And, and look at Martha's Vineyard. Remember when DeSantis sent the 50 of them down there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you watch. Well, how come How come none of them are going over the Martha's Vineyard? What happened to those people that were so nice to them, that were, tried to feed them? Right, right. But, you know, but, but you watch. That seaport, those people are going to fight so bad to keep them out of there. That's, a, that's the top spot of Boston right now. Right, but isn't that isn't that what we need to do though, Bobby? We need to come yeah, together I mean, and we need to push back a little bit here. Yeah, I mean they're going to have to do something. It's getting crazy. Like I said, you know what's going to happen? It's just going to up my taxes and everything. Right, right. Oh, we didn't ask for this. And then today I'm driving down the highway 93. There's a billboard. They they got sanctuary written on it. it shows the definition of sanctuary so what are you trying to say we're a sanctuary state we should take these people in like who whoever donates to put that up there should be shot you know you're an idiot take how many do you have in your house i guarantee they have none right you know right of course these are the people they it's you know they want us to deal with it but they don't want it they want to live in their gated communities they won't take them in right you know guaranteed. they want us to though you know, the governor's asking us, if, if you have any room, let's take them in. I'm not taking strangers in my house. Hell no. No. You know, no one knows anything about these people. No, you're right. Larry G ain't putting anybody in there. Unless you're like a under under the age of four, I'll take you in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, that's it. Other than that. But like we said I, last I, time, right? Military men yeah. are coming over here. Military men, yeah. Terror cells, you, I guarantee they're there. We, we know they're here. Yeah. Well, you know? Ernesto did say a few things. He, like I say, he didn't want to say it on the air, but that was one of his topics. You know? Oh, yeah. He turned yep. a blind eye to a lot of things. You know? Yep. But, uh, yeah. They all do. No. You well, know? I appreciate you coming on the show again, Bobby. And uh, next time yeah. Ernesto comes on, maybe you guys can talk the immigration process again. Yeah, I got to hear this. I really got to hear this because, uh, you know, I, I want to hear more to this story. Absolutely, Bobby. Uh, thank you for uh, taking your time with us. And Larry G, thanks you, and everybody else does. Have a good night, all right, pal? You too, pal. All Take right, buddy. Care. Bye. Wow. That's an exclusive interview right now. Now, I thought Bobby was going to be a little bit more pissed off at Ernesto, but he wasn't. He's a calm man, right? He sticks to the facts. Ernesto did have some interesting things. He was saying offline, all right, off the air, all right, that there are terrorist cells over, coming over here because he's not just bringing over the Mexicans, all right, who seem like decent enough people. All right. 
I mean, I can't say that about everybody. You don't really know anybody. I'm not trying to get into a racial war here, all right? But he has told me he has smuggled in, you know, other people. Other people that, you know, don't belong. That's the words he used. He said, Larry, these people don't belong. But he's got to put food on the plate for his kids, you know? Anyways, this is the Larry G Showtime. I hope you appreciate I hope you appreciate the immigrant the immigrant talk, the immigration. Um, hopefully that uh, those two will call back soon. Uh, let's just take a two second break here. What we're we gonna go uh, we got one more call somewhere. All right, let me try to find this caller. All right, just please hold on one second and Larry G will be right back. All right, so do we have the next caller ready to go? We do. All right, Larry G is going to switch it up here a little bit. You wanted to talk about the immigrants, the illegal immigrants, the immigration process, whatever it may be. Larry G did that. Larry G just doesn't sit here and wait for people to contact Larry. Larry G goes out and finds the information, finds the people to talk to. Okay, you had questions about the immigrant, the immigrants. Larry G went out and found Ernesto. I literally had to find him. All right, I found him. I got him on the show, and that's all that matters. All right. So Larry G's not sitting back waiting. So, anyways, the next topic that I want to that I want to talk about, I had to go do some digging, some serious, serious digging to find this individual, someone that was actually willing to speak out. All right. The topic the topic that I'm talking about is the one that's it was it was talked about months ago, kind of swept under the rug. All right. But Larry G got an email talking about it. Sparked a little uh, light bulb above my head and said, let's run with it. So Larry G went out and find, found somebody who actually worked at this place. The topic that I am speaking of is the infamous Epstein Island. All right. That's probably the most one of the most fucked up places I've read about and heard about on the news. OK, so I got this guy on the line. I got a man, by the, a gentleman by the name of Clifford. Now, Clifford worked at, on the island. All right. As a janitor, all right. So, anyways, Clifford, welcome to the Larry G Show. All right. All our listeners want to hear, and the question I have for you to start off is: What was your main responsibilities while on while working on the island? Hi, Larry. Hey. Thank you for having me on the show. You're welcome. I'm a huge fan. Good. But on the topic of Epstein Island, I was a janitor for the recreational facility which also housed the top bidders. I would mainly clean the floors, toilets, and prepare late night snacks. You repaired late night snacks? Like, wait a minute, you're cleaning floors, you're cleaning toilets, and then you, you dirty, nasty hands, like, it doesn't matter if you clean them a hundred times. Or you just cleaned out a toilet, and then what, you're serving chips and dip? Uh, it don't matter, Larry, I, I don't matter, Clifford, I understand, okay? Anyways, so, um, all right, so we understand that you did that. That's fine. Now, I knew that the the participants in this island, they would take private jets, all right, and stuff like that. So how did the employees get there? And how long did you have to stay um, stay there? I mean, so how did you arrive there, and, and, and how long did you have to stay, Clifford? We would arrive by submarine. The staff was not allowed to take a plane. The normal stay was three months at a time. Three months at a time? You had to stay on that island for three freaking months? I mean, it, it does... It, I don't know. I don't know. 
Seems like a long time to me, Clifford. But, um, you know, what do I really know? Um, now, we've heard all the stories about this place, so we're very intrigued. And my listeners need to know, and, you know, they want to know. All right? Um, what, let me see, what was probably the most craziest thing you ever saw? You know, that's a good one right there. Yeah. What was the craziest thing that you firsthand witnessed on that island? Hmm. Well, that's a good question. I'd have to say the craziest thing I've seen over there, and believe me, there was some crazy shit. <laughs> but I'd say was when Stephen Hawking's walked right past me in the hallway. What? Yep. You heard it here, Larry. Stephen fucking Hawking could walk. <laughs> the man was a big fucking fraud. Holy shit. You're telling me the guy in the wheelchair, the math mathematical genius... He actually could fucking walk? The guy walked right... Yeah, I love how you call him a fucking fraud, too. I mean, that's... La Clifford, um, wow. Wow. Now, I've heard others... Wow, I... We can get on that topic in a little bit. But I also heard... You know, you hear all these crazy rumors about, you know, all this crazy stuff. Now, was there ever... Um, let's see. Was there ever... Like, I'm still on Stephen Hawking's. Let's see. <laughs> still in my fucking head. The guy in the wheelchair walked right by you. I, I don't understand that. Right? Was there any... Uh, how am I going to word this to you? Was there ever... Was okay, Basically, playing out. Was there ever sex with, say, exotic animals? Maybe it was just the magical dust. For what? pervert Epstein sprinkled on people, but yep, that fucking man walked right by me <laughs> on his own two feet. But to answer your question, exotic animals played a huge role over there. Wow. Snakes were sliding into places that they shouldn't have been. What? The what? lizards were performing oral sex on the ladies. Oh my God. And the great African hippo. Well, let's just say he got what he wanted and whenever he wanted it. <laughs> the great African hippo would just fucking walk around and take what he wanted? That's fucking insane. That's insane, Clifford. I mean, Clifford, I, I'm going to take everything that you're telling me as factual. You seem like an intelligent man, all right? Uh, you're the only one that would, I had to dig you out of a hole to find you, all right? Now, what I want to know is like this, because, you know, was Epstein Island, was this like a, modern day Michael Jackson Neverland type of deal. Yeah. Was was Mike was Michael Jackson's Neverland was this like a prequel, all right, to Epstein Island. Michael Jackson Neverland was child's play compared to this place. Well, well actually now that I said it like that, <laughs> I guess they were pretty much the same. Ah. Oh. These fucking diddlers. At least the kids had a chance to go home after Michael's over at that fucking jungle. They never went home. All oh. those people that ever stepped foot on that island should either be castrated or hung from their genitals. Oh, yeah. I can't relive this, Larry. Oh. I'm starting to get infuriated. Uh -huh. and my PTSD is starting to kick in. Okay, all right. Well, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. All right, I'm not going to keep you long. You know, I'll just have one more, one more question for you then, if you don't mind, Clifford. All right? I understand. It sounds like you, I mean, just from what you just said right there, 
I mean, yeah, I can, I can imagine. Um, so Epstein obviously went, goes to jail. Did, do you think that he got what he deserved when he went to jail? That motherfucker took the easy way out. Yeah, he did. Those men in there should have pushed his shit in <laughs> over and over again. That pussy couldn't handle it. And one day, I will see him again. Oh, yeah? And when I do, Larry, let me tell you, tell he's me. going to wish he was still alive. Neither God or the devil is going to be able to save him from what I'm going to do. Watch out. I'm sorry, Larry. It's, I can't go on anymore. It's all right. I'm an old man that has seen a whole lot of nasty shit, and my heart can't take much more. Thank you for having right. me on, and well, Epstein, I'm coming for your stupid ass. And, and, yep, yep, he hung up. He hung up. Well, this is a riveting, riveting interview with Clifford, the janitor, from Epstein Island. Wow. Wow. To be honest with you, I did not expect that. I did not expect that. That man has seen some shit, like he said. An old man, and he's seen a lot of shit. Wow. I mean, I'm not that old, and I don't know how I could have handled it. I don't, I don't know. Anyways, this is the Larry G Show. Okay? Only will Larry G bring you exclusive interviews such as that one from Clifford. All right? You just heard one previously from Ernesto, who is smuggling immigrants into this country and the government is paying for them. Okay? The government is paying for them. And Epstein, when Clifford meets you wherever in the afterlife, you better watch the fuck out because I think he's serious. This is the Larry G Show. Uh, please stay tuned for a word from our sponsors and we will be back with the final segment. This is Larry G. Alright? Larry G will be right back. Hey, y'all, it's your boy Hitch, Arbona Ray. To all you men out there that are looking for your next bachelor party location, well, look no further. Bona Ray has a place for you. Find your nearest Charlie's Crackers. The ladies are crisp and free of nuts. Say, I'll say it again, free of nuts. For anyone with allergies and never too salty to, to the taste, so come on down, come plan your next party with Charlie's Crackers and experience the true meaning of adult entertainment. It's a zebra heaven. Trust me when I say black and white, zebra heaven. Like Charlie's always, the whiter she is, the tighter she'll be. And I'll say, whoa, whoa to that too. Come on down. Yeah, this is Larry G here. I want to talk to you about a significant, significant money saver. You know, you always try to take your family out on vacations and you just, the money is just way too much. All right, way too much to fly these days. I mean, it's out of control, but you don't want to sit in the car, you know, with your family for, you know, 24 to 36 hours if you want to drive across country. All right, Larry G has the airline for you. Larry G has the airline for you. It's a very affordable airline. Parachute Airlines. Okay? You're guaranteed a seat. But you're not guaranteed where you're going to land. Okay? What that means is simple. 
They don't land. They strap a parachute to your back and they throw you out the door. You and all your family strapped together. You might land on a mountain. You might land in the middle of the, of the, of the ocean. But guess what? They got you there. They got you there. So look them up. Parachute landing. The most affordable airlines on the market. Morning. Good day to you, sir. Hey, wait a minute. What the hell? Getting real tired of you ducking me, man. Yeah? Oh, my God. Yeah. Getting really tired. Where's my money? Where's my money? Welcome, welcome back to the final segment of today's episode of the Larry G Showtime. Remember, Larry G needs your help. Larry G needs you to spread the word all over the world, okay, about Larry G Showtime's podcast on Spotify. We're also on Amazon Music. We're also on iHeartRadio. But Spotify, we need people to follow Larry G, okay? So please... Click on the description under the previous, under this current episode. Click on the link, all right? That way you can leave Larry G a message. And after you listen to the show, please rate Larry G, all right? Five stars would be nice, okay? But also make sure that you have people follow Larry G. We are almost over the edge, like I said before, all right? But we are in the last segment now. It's been a good show, I think, overall. I think we got some good topics in. We got some great callers. Okay. I think right now we're going to do a little a little new segment. Okay. People leave phone messages all the time on the Larry G show. They, they leave it on the Spotify account there. They just explained how to do it. One man, though. One man is always leaving messages. Okay. He's constantly leaving messages. And... This segment is simple. Glenn needs help. Okay? We're going to roll the voicemails that, that Glenn has left. Some you've heard, some you have not. Okay? Glenn, I know you're listening, buddy. Okay, Larry G is here to help you. Okay? You might have a little anger issues there. Okay? But we love you, man. We love you. Keep them rolling in. All right? Keep them coming. I know I enjoy listening to them. And now... Everyone that you've sent in, our entire, our entire audience is going to listen. Everyone, sit back and enjoy the rants from Glenn. Here we go. Roll them. Larry Glenn, look at the uh, new Dunks commercial, the three Jamokas in it, the three Jamokas there. You're allowed one punch. No assault charges would be brought up. Which one do you pick? Think about it. Larry Glenn, I'm at a sub shop. Guy just got mayo on Italian. Think about it. Call me back. Come on, let's go! Fucking guy, drive through. Well, how many things you gonna order? Yeah, Larry, it's Glenn. Listen, you talked to Stu from Michigan last week. That motherfucker owes me money. Tell him to call me. Tell him to get back to me. Stu, call me. Yeah, Larry, Glenn. Oh, hold on a second. What, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah, Cross, go ahead. 
Go ahead. I, I said go ahead. What, what are you mad because you're fat? Oh, oh, really? I'll get the fuck out of fucking... Yeah, Larry. Glenn. Fucking two guys always walk by my store. Let's just say their, uh, their English ain't too good. You know what I'm saying? I think they do a landscape, but I don't know. Every day they walk by like, Oh, sir, how much for a tree? Oh, sir, how much for a tail? Always ask me fucking prices. The other day he fucking says... He asked the same fucking question again. How much for the fucking table? I said, how about this? I'm going to put my fucking cock in your ass. He's never asked me again. Think about it, Larry. Yeah, Larry Glenn. little update on our stew situation. I got a letter in the mail. Fucking open it up. It says, I owe you. Like from Dumb and Dumber. Think you're fucking funny, Stu? Think you're fucking cute? Big fucking funny guy? Huh? I'm going to fucking skull fuck you. Fuck, a nice night planned out with my wife with that fucking money. You fuck me like that. I'm gonna fuck you. I'm gonna fuck your goldfish. I'm gonna fuck your parrot. I'm gonna fuck you in the head. You old fucking... I'm on one way ticket to fucking Michigan right now. I'm gonna fuck you up. Larry, call me back. Larry, go ahead and not get this. <laughs> my wife, she's trying to tell me I have, like, anger issues. I should probably go see somebody. Hold on. What? I'm on the phone. Honey, I'm on the phone. Yeah, uh-huh. No, it's not that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's trying to try to tell me that I should go see somebody. I said, I'm on the fucking phone! I'm on the fucking phone! Fucking, I'm fucking bother you when you're on the fucking phone! I gotta call you back. Oh, my Lord, Glenn. Woo, Glenn, you got some good rants there. I mean, have you ever noticed that when Glenn leaves a message, he can go from zero to a thousand quickly? And he always ends it with, like, he'll be ranting about something, all right, to about guys trying to buy trees, but then he'll end it with, on a very calm note of, Larry, think about it, or Larry, call me back, or Larry, I'll call you back, you know? But he rants, and he goes from zero to a thousand quickly, quickly. He's like, he's like, the, he's like the jet on the aircraft carrier, you know what I mean? They're setting it up. The guys are out there, you know, warming them up, doing all their little twisty twirls with their hands and their cones and stuff like that. And next thing you know, that jet's gone. Boom! See ya. That's what Glenn is. Glenn, you are like a jet off an aircraft carrier. Sitting there one second, nice and calm. The next, boom! You're off. All right? We love you, man. Keep the calls coming. And if anybody else wants to call in, please do so. You see what Glenn does? That's what we don't mind. I like hearing that stuff, all right? Look at overall, it's been a great show, all right? Got some great facts in there. We had some uh, uh, Jimmy Bob there, you know, we had um, we had uh, Heather P in her finest, Florida's finest, which, give me a break. Then we had the exclusive interviews, exclusive interviews. We know about it, you heard it. But uh, Glenn... I just want to say, keep it up, because Glenn, you actually might get your own segment on this show, all right? The world might might want to hear you, all right? It is too much for me to handle, all right? I am cracking up every single time you call, and all of my callers, I do get a kick out of, so please, please keep calling, all right? But we are running out of time today, all right? I know the last segment isn't that long, but we're already well over an hour, all right? We got to get rolling, all right? Uh, Larry G is trying to spit one out every week. Larry G is climbing to the top here, people. We, Larry G needs you to spread the word. Get people to go on Spotify, rate Larry G, 
and also follow Larry G. Like I said before, give it to your friends, your family, your coworkers, the guy on the street, the lady at the at the toll booth, whatever you gotta do. All right, get the word out there because Larry G has not just been national. Larry G has hit the point where we are international, international. I have guys. I have, I have. I don't know if it's guys or women, but we have people calling from all over. I want to give a shout out to Israel, Germany, Portugal, all right, Japan. Yeah, it shows it on there, and that's where people are listening to our show. And I thank you, thank you very, very much. So let's keep Larry G going. What? What? We got another. I don't think we have time for another call. What? Do you, it's a must. It's a must. All right, if it's a must, then it's a must. Here we go. I got, we got one more call here, guys. Let's hear it. Hello, this is Larry G. Welcome to the show. How can I help you? Larry, Larry, I need you to listen to me right now. What? I need you to listen. Okay. There are people coming after me. I need to get this message throughout to the world. Okay, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I've worked on this for many years, and these are my top three conspiracy theories. I need to be said. Okay. Number one, pigeons are government-controlled spots for drones. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? No. I did not think so. Number two, deaf people, not really deaf. They're just government. And I don't, don't want to say this too loud. They might hear me. The deaf community might hear me. But their sign language is just code. And number three, the Vatican yeah. connected to Satan. What? Okay. Connected to Satan. What? There's so many simulations. Larry, I have to go there. Here, they're looking for me. Larry, I have to go. I'm sorry. I have to go. Larry, Larry, just one last thing. What? One last thing. Never trust an ostrich, Larry. Never trust an ostrich. What? Hello? What happened? What happened there? Did he hang up? Somebody going after that guy. Somebody going. Trace that call. Trace that call. I don't know. Conspiracy theories that guy was talking about. What do you, what do you, what do you say? Pigeon? Pigeons. Pigeons are drones? That's what I heard, right? I mean, he was in a hurry to get that out. I don't know what's wrong. But, I mean, it sounded like somebody was after him. It sounded like he was out of breath, too. Pigeons are drones? you never seen a baby pigeon before. I haven't. He's right. He's right. What, what else? What else? He said that the deaf people aren't really, their, their sign language is like actually code. We got to get a hold of this. We got to get this guy back on the line, all right? And then he went into what? The Vatican is actually connected to Satan? That's what I heard. Did you guys all hear that out there on the radio land? I could have sworn that's what I heard. And then when they were, they were like banging down his door, you heard that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Banging down his door. Then what'd he say? Don't trust the ostriches. Is that code? Huh. Get that guy back on the line right now. That back other guy. We got to go. It's a Larry G Showtime. All right. Reach Larry G at Larry G Showtime at Yahoo.com or leave a message under the description. Click the link in the Spotify account under the episode. Um, we got to get to the bottom of this conspiracy guy. He sounded legit and um, he sounded like he was in a bit of bit of trouble. So hope you enjoyed the show today. Let's um, let's all be good. Let's all have a good time. And this is Larry G. And Larry G is out!
So you better start running.